All righty, Danica. Hello, how are you? Hi, awesome, awesome, awesome. So we are here for the Pretty Powerful Podcast. This is really exciting for us this morning. Um, Danica and I met at a lash class. Um, she enrolled <laughs> in the lash class with a lash light. And um, we just started learning about her journey and her uh, profession as a makeup artist. Um, and Danica is doing very, very well in what she's making. Um, and she's happy. And so I invited Danica on to join the podcast because I thought that all of our beauty enthusiasts, aspiring estheticians, makeup artists, it would be so great for them to hear your journey. So if you could just tell everyone um, about yourself, I won't give it all away, but just a little <laughs> bit about your journey. Okay, well, as you already stated, my name is Danica. I am a makeup artist in the New York Tri-State area, specifically in Brooklyn, New York. Um, this journey wasn't easy. Um, I went to college in Clark Atlanta University in Georgia. Okay, AC. Yes. <laughs> And I was hell-bent on becoming a social worker. So mm -hmm. I wasn't in the beauty sector at all starting out. Um, a few years in my matriculation, I realized that social work just wasn't for me. I am highly emotional. And mm -hmm. <laughs> I would yeah. try with my clients. And, and you can't do that. You have to assure them that everything's going to be okay. Right. And so... Because of my, my bleeding heart, as you would say, um, I just realized that that is just, it just wasn't for me. I would take work home and I would just be really, really sad and depressed a lot. Mm. And um, through volunteering at um, a homeless shelter for women with, dealing with domestic violence, I noticed that a lot of these women, although their situations were really, really like dire and they were messed up, they also had like a confidence issue with their appearance. Yeah. So, um, a confidence one, issue which manifested in their appearance. Yes. Right? Yes. Mm -hmm. So, once I graduated from college and I went back to New York, knowing that I wasn't going to use my degree, my mm -hmm. mother, who is a cosmetology instructor here in New York, mm -hmm. she just um, advised me to come to her job just to stay there so I wouldn't be at home, just to get me out of the house. Yeah. And that's when I started to learn how to do makeup because hair okay. just wasn't my thing. Me and hair, mm -hmm. I don't know. We're like oil and water. We do not <laughs> mix. Right. But makeup was just like a way to express myself. I like to paint. I like to draw. And so to be able to do that on someone's face was just very calming to me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I just blossomed from there. I had my first job at Clinique. Out of, okay. out of Macy's counter and okay. I looked across I saw Mac and I was just like you know what one day I'm going <laughs> to work there this is not yes. where I'm gonna end up and I manifested it within 10 months wow. I got my first job at Mac wow Mac is the dream of every makeup yeah. artist <laughs> like every great makeup artist at some point in their career they work for Mac yes and my position was very small. They just saw how determined I was. So they created a position for me because the position didn't exist at the time. <clears throat> I was hired as a nine-hour artist. Something extremely small. But I told wow. them that I would freelance within the company to get more hours. And from nine hours, I worked 35 hours. 
you know, there's just let's just stop right there because there are so many gems. Like they really didn't even have the capacity to bring you on, but because you created value through your skill set, right? They said, well, we could at least give you these nine hours, right? And then I'm sure from there you did such a great job that it grew from there. So I always tell aspiring and not even just aspiring entrepreneurs, but just people, if you're on a job, create the value. Like you don't necessarily have to say, oh, you know, um, why am I not getting this promotion? And why am I not making more? But if you create value, if you have something to offer that your company or someone needs, that's it. Yeah. Being an immigrant, that was always instilled in me for my parents to just have a crazy worth ethic because although yeah. I may not have all the skills right then and there, just showing someone that I'm determined, I'm willing to learn and just showing up mm-hmm. on time every time or even early to put in that extra time, yeah. it'll impress anyone and, and they'll give you that chance. Exactly. Coming early, honestly, is half the battle because when you come early, you're not disheveled for the rest of the day. You're not late. You know, you intend on being early. And a lot of times you're just on time from just being in yep. early. So that's that's a gem right there in and of itself. So, okay. So your makeup journey. So you're at Mac. Um, where did you, what happened after Mac? How did you transition from Mac? Um, one day I just knew that it was time for me to leave. Mm. and I don't like staying a place longer than I'm welcome <laughs> so okay on a whim I quit mm. with no job <laughs> no backup you and... just kind of felt like you had outgrown the yeah. position in a way yeah I just knew yeah. that my it, it was time for me to leave and okay. I knew if I stayed I would never leave I would never have the courage or the the need to hustle to make mm-hmm. other things mm-hmm. work for me Absolutely. Sometimes you got to move out of that very comfortable place, move into an uncomfortable space. So like you can, that's the only where you can, only place you can really grow. You can't grow from comfortable places. So yeah. Yeah. So it was, it was fearful. I went, I have a child and I didn't know what I was going to do, but I knew that I just couldn't stay there anymore. Mm-hmm. And I started taking side gigs. I, um, at the time there was this site called Model Mayhem. And I would just take pictures of my work that I did at Mac and post it onto there and, and ask for um, different photographers or models that need like a makeup artist to be on set with them. And I would do um, trade work. So I wasn't getting paid in the beginning, mm-hmm. but I was getting professional shot photos. So when you say trade work, that means trade uh, work for portfolio. Yes. Basically. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. And I just kept building on from there. I made connections with a woman named Renata and she Mm -hmm. does African Fashion Week here in New York. And she saw that drive within me and and gave me a chance. I had a lot of chances. Wow. And from there, I just continued to build, continued to grow. Um, I joined Mm -hmm. a network called Glam Squad, which is in a few different states. And then I met another woman by the name of Benita Alexander and meeting her and connecting with her, my whole world turned around because through her, I was able to book work with Lifetime. I was able to join ABC News within their network. I was able to join a, um, A&E with okay, their so network. You met a woman, so you met a woman and she gave you 
the opportunity to start this opened the door to working for networks yes wow 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 wow. and so what was the work that you did with her what did that look like so my very first job with her was she just needed a makeup artist that knew how to do airbrush makeup for a magazine shoot that she was doing within love magazine and she said if she liked me, she would credit me. So I walked in there already with her, with the annotation of her just saying, listen, if I like you, I'll give you the credit. If I don't like you, you know, nice meeting you. And I, I wish you the best in your journey. Mm-hmm. And it was a little off-putting at first. I was just like, oh, wow. Like, I just stepped in the door. <laughs> right. But, but that's um, we really connected. Mm-hmm. And then from there, she just kept booking me for different um, gigs. And uh, she kept to her word. She gave me credit for every single thing that I did. And that's really rare within the industry. Like, if you're not on set and you do makeup somewhere mm-hmm. else, you nine times out of ten won't get the credit for it. The credit for it as in, like, your name. Yes. So my name gotcha. with her. So she kept plugging your mm-hmm. name. hmm Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So then from there, that segued into the job that you have now, yes. right? Okay, so then how'd that happen? Um, we were working on a segment for ABC that should be coming out sometime in October. Um, she mm-hmm. deals with a lot of women that have been love conned. So women that mm-hmm. fell in love with men and men either um, conned them through the internet with stealing their money or stealing their mm-hmm. identity. So we were doing, we were shooting that segment for ABC News and they, again, I always keep in mind, although me and her had become friends, I still keep it very professional, especially around other people because you never know who's watching, right? Right. And just being available whenever they needed me, just if they had like a problem within like the monitor, just making sure anything that they needed, I was there for so mm-hmm. I was the makeup artist. I was the assistant. Not saying, oh, <laughs> not saying, oh, I'm just here to do makeup. Yes. You know, there's that attitude, right? Like some people are like, well, I don't really know what all else is going on. I'm just here for this. Right. And that's not how you create value. Like you have to be a team player. You got to come in and say, hey, I'm here to do makeup. But if you guys need somebody to run to Starbucks, if you guys need me, there's a little bit of blowback. I don't know if you're on like, Oh, yes, yes. Hold on. Let me take you off. Sorry. Hold on one moment. Is this a little bit better? Um, a little bit. Yeah, it's a little bit better. Okay. Um, yes. Yeah, so back to this conversation of creating value. Um, you have to, when you're on a, any project and you're working on a team, you know, understand the other roles of the other players that are there, right? Pay attention to what's going on. And that's another way to create value because then you continue to help outside of what it is that you're doing, right? Like you said, I was there to do makeup, but I was also able to be an assistant and wear other hats, right? Yes. That's exactly. It's so funny you said Starbucks because... I became the Starbucks girl. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so at this point, were you in the full-time job that you have now? No, I was still okay. freelancing for okay. um, Lifetime, but I wasn't there permanently as of yet. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then what happened next? Um, Emily was one of the producers at um, 
ABC News for the segment that we were shooting. And she emailed me once I sent her my invoice and just said, you know what? We're going to onboard you as a permanent artist. Wow. And I was just like, wait, what? <laughs> Are you wow. serious? Wow. Wow. That I'm just like, wow. I mean, just hearing that journey. Okay, so let me let you finish. Onboarding you as a permanent artist. And then this is what all of our ladies need to hear. At this point, you what was the position offered like that pay? I was able to give them my own pay. And I was scared. Wow. <laughs> I was scared to because said, wait, wait, wait. talking so money is pay. a little scary. I wouldn't want to go too high. And they say, you know what? No. And we weren't really looking for you to be an artist anyway. Thank you. But no, thank you. Right. So you wanted to come in modest. So at this point, you were able to write your own ticket and say, like, this is what I believe I'm worth. Yes. But okay. I also didn't want to sell myself short because I knew my worth. Hello. Exactly. And you had worked really hard. You hustled. You took chances on yourself. You developed this craft. So what did you end up coming in and what was that discussion like? Because I think that's also important for women to hear as it relates to don't be afraid to negotiate and speak up for what you feel like you deserve to make. You may not get it exactly, but you may come closer than you thought. You know, so share that story. So I spoke to my mom <laughs> and I was very, very scared mm -hmm. and apprehensive at first. But um, speak, well, through speaking to my mother, I came up with the number of 600. Mm -hmm. And so for every eight hours that I work with ABC, I make $600 after taxes and wow. $150 per hour afterwards. <laughs> So if you stay there longer than eight hours, it's another 150 yes. an hour. So let me just recap that, ladies. For all the ladies that are listening that you're makeup enthusiasts and you love makeup or you're aspiring, you are an aspiring esthetician, there is money to be made. Danica wrote her own ticket to where she said, this is what I should make, $600 a day. And that's after taxes, ladies. Wow. Wow. I mean, like, if that doesn't inspire you, then then you just can't be inspired. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, that's really great money. And you know what? It's $600 a day, but it's priceless when it's what you love, you know, because a lot of times we can make the money, but we're not doing something we want to do. You know, and you're able to do makeup, which is something that you're you're into. It's been your passion. Yeah, you may grow into liking other things. You know, now you're looking at lashing. But at the very least, you're able to get up every day and do something that you enjoy, right? In fact, I mean, I love it. I never feel like it is work. I practice mm -hmm. even when I'm at home by myself. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's, that's awesome. That's so awesome. So let's give our listeners a little bit of a roadmap. If I'm practicing at home, right? Because, like, you need to be pretty good to be a makeup artist for a lifetime, NBC, these ma major networks, right? You got to become good and you need to know how to do makeup on different types of skin, um, uh, different ethnicities, right? Different, a mature woman versus a younger woman. So, what is your advice to someone, let's say, that's in an aesthetics program? They're learning makeup. How can they really take their, their skills to like a mastery level? I would say, first and foremost, you have to practice. And not mm -hmm. just on one skin type. You need to practice mm -hmm. on a variety of people. Start with your friends and family and mm -hmm. move on from there. But practice is the biggest thing that I would say. That's about like 40%. 
of what you need to be doing is practicing. So question, how would I get the experience of practicing on different ethnicities, different age groups? Like, you know, if I'm a 26 year old woman, I practice on all my friends. What do I, what do you suggest I do from there? Do you suggest I try to get a job at a makeup counter? Um, what, what should I do? Well, for me, that's what I did. I, I will mm-hmm. always credit Mac for this. They were an amazing, the company was an amazing stepping stone for me because mm-hmm. so many women from so many different walks of life yeah. all frequent Mac. I mean, Mac is a household name. It is a makeup staple. So you get to encounter more mature women, younger girls that have never even worn makeup before, and this is their first time. Um, mm-hmm. The working woman that needs to have a face in five minutes because she needs to, you know, step into corporate America at 830 in the morning. You get mm-hmm. to meet so many different women and men through Mac. And yeah. that really helped to shape my artistry and just giving me the ability to work smart and not work hard. Yeah. Wow. 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 And and I think that it's something to say that we have to understand on our journey. It's key, key that you said um, it's a stepping stone, right? Like, because I think sometimes we're so we can see that last point where we're trying to get to that we make light of the journey, right? Like when you were in Mac at Mac, you had to be present. Like you had to come in every day ready to learn, ready to grow. And I think sometimes we're so, um, we've got our head and our mind so set on, I want to work for myself. I want to make this. I'm not making anything here at Matt. And you, maybe you're disgruntled, but it's like, let's reevaluate the fact that this is a great opportunity. And what can I learn while I'm here? Yeah, this is not my final destination, but while I'm here, how can I grow, right? Like how much can I grow? How much can I learn? And am I utilizing what this opportunity is giving me, right? Very true. Opportunity to do makeup on different skin types and different ages. That's hard. It's hard to curate that on your own, you know? And also not to rush through it. We all have a goal in mind and we kind of oftentimes forget the journey in between and that everyone works on their own pace just because Jill down the road did it in two years doesn't mean that you need to do it in two years too if it Mm -hmm. takes you five years that's fine if it takes you four years that's fine as long as you soak up all of the information that you're getting along the way because Mm -hmm. I'm still not where I want to be Mm -hmm. but I'm way further than I was when I first started. And when I get to where I finally want to be, I'm pretty sure all the knowledge and all the Mm -hmm. experience that I've taken along with me is going to be Mm -hmm. a pivotal role in my success. Absolutely. Absolutely. The, the journey, it's all about the journey at the same year in my journey as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, as an attorney, things and projects that I worked on years ago, you know, are have equipped me with the skills and tools and my tool belt that I'm able to use now, you know? And so I think that's critical. And um, I, I think that's just awesome, awesome, awesome. That What an amazing story and journey, you know? And I think it's so inspiring for makeup artists because they can get so discouraged from time to time. And I think it's really inspiring to hear your story of like, this is what you can do. You can do makeup on a set. You know, um, 
and, and grow from working at the counter and things like that. So that's really, really awesome. Um, all right. So we talked about your advice for our young ladies. So just a little bit about you um, and just your kind of take on a few things. What are your favorite beauty brands right now? So let's go with your fake, favorite makeup brands and then we'll go to your favorite like skincare. Oh my gosh, there's so many. Um, <laughs> okay, say you have to pick three makeup brands. Okay, I would say this is a professional makeup brand. It's called Krylon. They have the most amazing foundations at Krylon. the most reasonable okay. price ever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's $6 okay. a pan. It, and it gives mm -hmm. you full coverage or sheer coverage. It's so emollient. It just looks like skin. It's beautiful. Mm, okay, ladies, write that down. Krylon, and what's our next one? NARS for their color selection. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh! If you have, if you are from the darkest of darks, from like a dude all the way to Lisa Ray, or if you're alabaster complected, it they have a shade for you, and I love that. Okay, NARS. Yeah, NARS is pretty good. They're really known for um, a lot of the times the narcissists and different items like that. Um, okay. And your third? I will have to say, um, Colored Rain. I, Colored Rain is black owned. So we love that. Yes. Yes. We got to get us a black owned. And their eyeshadows are whew, out of this world. The pigmentation, <laughs> mm. one swipe for their metallic shades. It's like God literally cried tears and put it in a pan and said here this is for your <laughs> eyes oh that's amazing no fallout fallout isn't too bad no fallout and they're matte shades because to formulate a matte shade especially in certain colors it's really hard they come out patchy sometimes they don't yeah. blend but colored rain eyeshadows they blend like butter Mm, okay, ladies. So those are your three. I hope you all are taking notes. We're dropping gems. Um, okay, give us your top three skincare. Okay, I love Dermalogica. Mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm. really, really good. It it really helped me out with my skin. I have a little bit of texture, especially on mm -hmm. my cheeks, mm -hmm. and it really helps to smooth that out. Okay. And ladies that are not um, cosmetologists or estheticians that are listening, you can pick up Dermalogica at a Sephora. So that is available to you. Um, okay. And what's your second uh, skincare brand? I would also say this product you can also pick up at a Sephora. It's called Dr. Barbara Sturm. It's formulated in Germany and it deals with molecular skincare. So, it, it, so Dr. Robert, or is he? Um, he. Oh no, Doctor Barbara. Barbara. Okay. And a staple for him is uh, those masks or sheet masks. You know what I'm referring to? Yes. Yeah. Okay. But what product are you referring to specifically? Um, she has formulated um a line specifically for women of color because not one skin or one um melanated complected person is the same as someone who is caucasian and I, I just like the fact that we have our own products that's specifically formulated for melanated people and that it just targets the things that we have issues with like hyperpigmentation and mm -hmm. other things that like that and can you spell her name for us because i'm thinking about another i think i thought you said dr jart but spell the name for us okay barbara b-a-r mm -hmm. B-A-R-A, 
Sturm, S-T-U-R-M. Okay, ladies, Barbara Sturm. Okay, got it, got it, got it. And the products that we're looking for are? They're going to be a toner for darker complexion. She has face wash for dark, um, darker complexion, hyaluronic acids. The whole line is amazing. Okay, okay. Now, I oh, will that's... say it's a little pricey, but mm-hmm. I will say skincare is an investment, and you don't need to get everything. You can get, like, one or two items and then yeah. the rest dermatological or whatever you like. I like Neutrogena, too. Honestly, that's my third one. <laughs> yeah, and you can build over time with these more costly products. You can build over time, but ladies... And, you know, this is coming from a, we own a lash bar and we are, we see a lot of great lashes, but we have to work on our skin as well, right? It's an investment, but it's your skin and your makeup looks so much more flawless when your skincare is in order. So at a lash life, we focus on skincare, lashes, brows. Um, so for that very healthy, natural glow, you know, like imagine very soft, buttery, glowy skin, lashes, a very neat and defined brow. That's a look. It's definitely it's the best look, honestly, to me. <laughs> it's the best look. Exactly. It's that natural glow, that natural beauty. And of course we we do makeup as our enhancement, but you know, we want to take care of our skin. So that's just on another note. Okay, and your third one, I think you named it already. Yes, Neutrogena. Tried okay. and true. Neutrogena is definitely an old faithful. That's drugstore, that's Target, that's CVS. That is an affordable brand. And um, I think two ladies, just being consistent with your skin, even if you're not using a Sephora level um, skincare routine, it's about being consistent. Yeah, definitely. Twice a day, every Mm -hmm. day, wash your face in the morning, wash your face when you're coming home from work just to get all that, you know, dirt, debris, dead skin off. Make it like your routine. Every time you brush your teeth, wash your face. So question for you, for for, um, entertainers and Mm -hmm. people that have to wear makeup every day, even if you have to wear makeup at work every day, how do you balance that out with keeping your skin maintained? Because sometimes when you have that heavy makeup on every day, you know, what, what do you recommend for that? A good exfoliator. A very good exfoliator that helps to promote cell turnover. Mm-hmm. As well as making sure that you see your facialist once a month. To get those okay. pores very much so cleaned out. Getting like all that, those blackheads, the whiteheads that you get from wearing makeup often. Making sure that yeah. your skin is not dehydrated. Making sure that you're really taking good care and doing everything that you need to do to ensure that your skin is top level. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. swear her biofacialist with that one. I don't know what my skin would look like. Yeah, no. And it's the truth. But I think a lot of times like we underestimate what a good facial can do for your skin. And I see it all the time. Our, our loyal lash face that are, they get um, lashes regularly, but you know, women, and I think it's sometimes we just don't have time. Um, but at a lash life, you're able to come get your lashes done, do a facial for 45 minutes. Just keep the maintenance of your skin because we do want to have that glam and that makeup. But if we're going to wear the makeup, we got to also commit to the skin. Exactly. Here. Your makeup only looks as good as your skin does underneath. And well said. Well said. Okay, love. So tell us about your favorite beauty influencers. You know, this is a whole new market. The beauty influencers are really, like, changing the game, the narrative. So who are your favorites that, like, 
you really follow and trust? I have to give credit where credit is due to my good girl, Jackie Ina. Yeah, I love her so much. <laughs> yes, yes. She's just like authentic. Yes, like yes. Core, like defined. Like she hasn't changed. I love and the fact that she is just so consistent. She shows you so many tips and tricks. Um, mm -hmm. she taught me how to do the translucent powder underneath the foundation, and that is an amazing yeah. trick that I use on set. Wow, game changer. And then I would have to say my second one is Aaliyah J. Aaliyah J. Love her yes. as well. I yes. love how She's down to earth girl. she is. And just mm -hmm. how, like, she just, she comes to you as she is, as her authentic self. And she's funny. She's bubbly. She's cute. She is an it girl. And I just, I love everything about her. It's so crazy to watch their evolution. Yes. Like, you know, I, we've been watching them for years. Like, I've been watching Jackie Ina for six, seven years. Aaliyah J, six, seven years. And it's like, you kind of watch people grow up. Yeah, you definitely do. <laughs> um, especially Aaliyah. They're awesome. Okay, and who's your third? Um, For my Latinas out there, I don't know if you guys know her, but her name is Amanda Ensing. I really wow. like her as well. She, um... It's just not only that she does makeup, but she also does, like, lifestyle, which I really appreciate as well. Yeah. And she's really so, big into skincare. So let me tell you a funny story. And this is why I tell people, like, the journey, it's all about the journey, right? The funny fact you said, Amanda Insing. When I was in law school, I started an online clothing boutique. Uh, it was called Hope's Couture. And I started that, and that was my first experience with influencers, crazy thing I was working with Amanda oh wow <laughs> yes like I would talk to Amanda regularly email messages so she was a brand ambassador for my brand and when I tell you if we sent Amanda a dress a skirt a, a glove it would fly off the rack everything would sell um so it's so funny you said her name that's crazy um, so that was that was a good point in my life where I really learned like the power of internet marketing, social media influencers. Um, I worked with some other folks that weren't as um, impactful, mm -hmm. which was a great learning experience for me to kind of understand you may have two million followers, but you're not an influencer. Exactly. If that makes sense, exactly. Right? Like, at the end of the day, this is a business. It's a business. And what you said about Amanda um, I think you said like she was down to earth and, you know, so that's what carries her. So when she wears something or when she says, I like this, people trust it because you mm -hmm. feel like she's an authentic brand or she's authentically her. And so she was really, really sweet. She was awesome, awesome, awesome to work with. Hope's Couture was a fun, fun project I did while I was in law school. Um, before I started the other businesses that I have now. But wow, Amanda, is she still going strong? Yes, she is. <laughs> she is just doing better than ever. I love watching her and just watching her growth as well. Yeah, and I would say too, you know, um, for all of the aspiring makeup artists, like you should have five uh, beauty YouTube beauty influencers that you watch religiously like there's so much content out there that they put on the internet it's my Ray Ray makeup Shayla Jackie Ina Aaliyah J um, Nitra B she's a 
Mm-hmm. Oakland City. You know, she's been at it for years now. So, um, you know, there's so much content that you can learn there and just keep practicing. Like, you have to have to follow these ladies. Um, Danica, we're going to share your information as well. Um, if you want to share any of your social media handles, we you can share it now. We can put put it on our page uh, for, to share out where the ladies can follow you and kind of see any of your work that you want to share out. Um, any parting words, words of wisdom you want to share with our aspiring makeup girls? And I would ladies? definitely say be determined and be intentional with your yourself and your goals. Make sure that you know exactly what it is that you want to do and what you want to get out of this. And I will definitely say, if you don't listen to anything else that I said today, understand that this at the end of the day is a business. Even if you create relationships with designers or different people from networks or just like your everyday woman, understand that you are there for a service and this is a business, so treat it as such. This is your baby. You need to cultivate it in order for it to grow. And you need to remain professional at all times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even when those around you are unprofessional. Yes, because that will make you stand out. And although yeah. you, you want to build those relationships and you want your clients to feel as though like you're not only their makeup artist, but their their friend. But you have yeah. to keep that level of professionalism so that they will continue to book you and also spread your name to other people awesome awesome well that's awesome advice that's awesome advice um Danica's gonna be hanging around with us she's a lash bay uh she's lashing now Danica where do you see yourself in the next three to five years I want to own my own beauty studio I want to be able to do it all from facials to body contouring microdermabrasions and facials and lashes and makeup that's definitely where I see myself being within the next three to five years just being an entrepreneur making everything happen for myself and taking all the information and knowledge that I've learned throughout the industry and teaching it hopefully to other inspiring people one day mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. well it looks like you and I are gonna have a lot to talk about yes <laughs> I'm so so glad we met I'm so glad we met it's really hard to find like great determined focused women that have just that are intentional as you said about their path about their journey and they're just relentless you know and that's what I love about you you you're really really relentless about the lashing and I'm excited about it I'm excited about what you're getting ready to do um, in this space and we are excited to see even more from you so thank you <laughs> so ladies be sure to continue to turn tune into pretty powerful um, we host and um, record these podcasts to keep you inspired um, so that you can understand that there are women that look like you that are your age they are women that are mothers mm-hmm. And they're doing this, ladies. They're making $600 a day like Nika. They're making $600 a day like Stacey Akala doing lashes. Um, there's money to be made in beauty. And you can have both. You can have the happiness of a career that you love. And you can also make enough money to take care of yourself and your family and vacation. And, you know, just live a good life. So we are wishing everyone well. And we, are, we will see everyone back here soon at Pretty Powerful. Thank you so much for having me. All righty. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Bye.